Hey there, what's up, Warriors? It is Jeff from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to podcast episode number 358. So this week, how to show no fear in the face of an attacker, and how to summon superhuman strength with the flip of a switch. It is possible, and I'm going to show you exactly how to do that right now. Let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training. Urban survival. Close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. Hey there, welcome back everybody. This is Jeff Anderson, Executive Director of WarriorLife.com. And I don't know about you, but I had had a great 4th of July weekend. The family and I went down to our little town, Main Street in our little town in uh, in Florida here, and there was a wonderful small town parade. You know the kind with like the scouts going down and and the uh, the the marching bands and the bagpipes and the Star Wars float, which I thought was really kind of like the best float in the whole parade. And then we had the fireworks in the evening time, and uh, we had a really great patriotic ceremony right after the parade downtown. And what I like about it is I, lo- I love this, the little town feel. That's really, I was born and raised in a small town. And it's really where I feel like I, I just love the town that we live in here. And we, I love like when we bring out the local heroes who are the Vietnam veterans and we had World War II veterans there. And we're showing and honoring them with our respect and I love those kind those kinds of ceremonies and we, and this time we even had like the local high school civil air patrol that was marching in there and they they were doing their best they I wanted to jump out there and get them back into formation get them in step and and call some cadence to kind of get them in there but they're young and I, and I love seeing the patriotism of our young folks out there and and their their feeling of respect and admiration and the pride of being an American and in the ceremony that we had after the parade, when we were bringing up the, the veterans and, and the heroes from these past wars and honoring them, and the Civil Air Patrol did a special exhibit for them or a special presentation for them. And in the formation, they called out the, it was supposed to be like a bugler, right? But it's a kid with a I don't know, he must have been like 16, 17 years old or so. And he had a trumpet and he marched out in front of the their formation. And the formation themselves, they had the colors there. So they had the American flag. They had like a POW flag there. They had, a, they had another flag and they were, they were presenting the colors. And the bugler got up on top of the stage. Like this is the kind of one of those gazebos in the middle of town square. And was high above the rest of the formation, right in everybody's view. And his only goal was, his only mission was to perform taps on the trumpet. And from the very first note, you could tell this was going to be a disaster, right? If you've ever seen like the World Series or a baseball game that's gone really bad by somebody getting up there and they go to sing the the national anthem and it's just a train wreck, you could tell kind of from the first note that this was going to be a train wreck. The kid got up there and you could see the look of terror on his face from the very beginning. You could see him sweating. You could see him... uh, he, he, there was shortness of breath. You, you could see like his heart beating through his chest. Uh, 
he was trembling. He was, this was the adrenaline dump in action. And you could just see the fear of being in the public eye and getting it all wrong. And it was all playing out right in front of us. And this type of public, any, any sort of public speaking is one of the biggest fears that people have, even more so than the fear of death. And stu- studies have shown this. And this is one of the reasons why Kyle Lamb, I don't know if you know who Kyle Lamb is, but he's a former Delta Force Sergeant Major, uh, retired military, um, Viking Tactical is his company. And I remember uh, in seeing him at the, I think it was the one of the NRA shows, and we were talking and you know, he was talking about how he gets more of an adrenaline dump from competition than he does from, from ever being in combat. And so he recommended that people actually take up competition shooting and uh, as, as a way of re, kind of, um, you know, reenacting the fear that you might have, you know, kind of instilling that, that, that sense of that adrenaline dump that you might have in a real attack. And this is the same fear that you may feel when confronted by a bully at a bar or some guy screaming at you in the parking lot for accidentally taking this spot that he was waiting for or some, some guy's Cro-Magnon response to you mistakenly knocking his girlfriend's drink in her lap. And that's what I was thinking of as I was watching this kid kind of melt down in front of everybody. He kept trying and trying and trying, and it, it, it wasn't working. It just wasn't working. He did the best that he could, but... It was a very, it was a horrible response. Now, for me, I wanted to see the kid afterwards and pat him on the back because it takes balls just to even get up there. I mean, like, I wonder how many other people they asked to do it that just said no until they finally said, nope, you're going to have to learn this and you're going to have to go up there and do it. I don't think the kid ever really had either. He didn't have any real training and just tried to tried to learn it on his own right before the thing, or maybe even had training and it was just fear overcame him. And that's what happens, right? But I just wanted to pat him on his back. But when he finished, he even started mumbling something to the to his fellow Civil Air Patrol members in front of him. Something I couldn't make out what it was, but I think it was something like, you guys made me do this. You guys made me do this because he knew that he had screwed it all up. And I really felt for the kid. I mean, I think a lot of you can feel for him also because I've been in those situations where I've screwed it all up. And But it takes balls to get up there and do it. Anyway. The crowd nervously kind of like clapped because we all knew how hard it was to get up there and do that. And so we clapped for him. It probably didn't make him feel any better whatsoever, but it made me think about how you might be confronted by a bully in a bar, how you might be faced with that attacker, that woofer, as we call it, that person that wants to humiliate you in front of other people and potentially things could get physical. And that fear that played out in front of us, that fear has two sides, It can be your worst enemy, but it can also be your best friend. It can help you summon superhuman strength and actually help you destroy any attacker in a matter of seconds. And I mean any attacker, no matter how big and strong they actually are. So in just a few minutes, I'm going to give you a little trick that works like magic for transforming your fear into power by by using a combination of anchor words and simple breathing tactics. But before that, the first thing that you need to realize is the threat of fear before you learn how to control it. You see, fear is a self-fulfilling prophecy of your own demise. That bugler felt it. It affected his breathing. It affected his fingers. It affected his lips. And no matter how much he trained, his body eventually failed him. 
He was afraid of failing in front of everybody, and that fear overcame him, and it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, for you, when you're face-to-face with a bully who's looking to rip you apart, their brain goes through the same croc brain thinking, that lizard brain thinking, that's developed in us since the beginning of our existence on this planet, which basically starts going through the process of this thing in front of me. Should I, should I kill it? Should I run away from it? Or should I screw it? We're men. It really is that simple. Should, should I kill it? Should I run away from it because it's going to kill me? Or should I screw this thing? That's it. So that aggressor in front of you, he's sizing you up. And if he sees fear in your eyes and your body, he's basically going to be emboldened to continue his humiliation of you, potentially even getting physical. So your first step then is to not show fear as best you can. And here's how to do it. You do it by reversing the physiological effects that fear has on your body. Now it starts with your breathing. The tightness of your chest muscles, all of your muscles actually, it's all a protective measure of your body because it's, it's tightening up to be able to either call upon strength that you might need to be able to defend yourself or to be able to brace yourself against an attack from this person in front of you. So those muscles all tighten up and they make it harder for you to breathe. You're, that, that need your body feels to jump into action forces you to disengage your diaphragm and not be able to breathe deeply into your lower lungs. So if you know, realize that when you're in a relaxed state, when you're just relaxing, you're just lounging around, your breathing is, is long and slow, it's relaxing, right? You have the opposite effect when you're feeling fear. Your breathing gets shallow. So to reverse this, you have to force yourself to breathe slowly and deeply. Not an easy thing to do when you've got some gigantic gorilla in front of you looking to rip your head off. But here is how you can do it. And this is taught to police officers, to military, and I'm teaching it to you here now. And it's, you do this with a single trigger word, the word breathe, and what's often referred to as combat breathing. So the technique is this. First, when you know you're being adrenalized, when you know that you're feeling fear, you say the word internally in your head, breathe. So that is your trigger to go into combat breathing. So when you you start to feel fear, you say the word breathe. So next you inhale slowly through the nose for a long, slow four seconds. So you wanna steadily breathe. You wanna force yourself to breathe for four seconds. You wanna breathe deeply into the bottom of your lungs and you wanna hold it there for another two to four seconds. This is often called box breathing. It's like four seconds in, slowly through the nose, hold it for four seconds. And then you want to exhale for a slow four-second count. Also, again, holding it for another four seconds. Two seconds might be the only hold time for you at first when your breathing is really strained, but you can work your way up to holding it for four seconds. Now, the whole time you want to internally, soothingly say the words breathe. You just want to keep saying breathe for that whole four seconds for that time that you hold it in and for the time that you're exhaling exhaling it and then holding it again. You continue to do this. All right. Now, the threat in front of you doesn't even need to see you doing this. It becomes invisible. It's all done through the nose. They'll never even see you doing this. But what if he's not backing down? When you're in a no exit situation, you may be forced to fight. 
And so you don't want to be in this relaxed state. So this is where you need to be able to use that fear to summon your superhuman strength to be able to destroy this person in front of you. Now, before I go into this next technique, understand that there are other techniques that can be deployed here before it actually becomes a physical confrontation. There are ways to talk an aggressor down. There are psychological tricks that you can use to impose a defensive mindset into their brain. And you do have a responsibility to try to avoid a fight at all costs. No matter how trained you are, there's always that lucky punch that they might land, the weapon that you don't see, or it could be their buddies that are waiting for you in the sidelines of, you know, you've got tunnel vision here. All you see this person, in, it, it, all you see is this person in front of you, and you might not see that sucker punch coming from the side. So for all of those reasons, you want to avoid an attack at all costs. But all that's for another episode. For now, let's assume that you've tried all you can and you know that you're not talking your way out of this. Now is the time for you to strike and you have to do it first. You do not want to be put in a defensive situation. So the second thing that you need to realize in these techniques is that fear and excitement are actually the same feeling and the same physical state in your body. They're the same thing. The only difference is what your brain calls that physiological feeling based upon what you're going through. If your brain thinks defensively, then it calls these feelings fear and it hurts you. It's going to cause you to go into shutdown mode and you're a sitting duck for this person. So the logical secret then is to switch your breathing and your brain 180 degrees to trigger the exact opposite response. This was a technique I actually learned in the very first martial art that I ever took, which was Pengai Noon Kung Fu. You see, our sparring was a lot different than other martial arts studios out there, what you might have experienced in your own sparring if you've ever taken any sort of self-defense training out there. So we had no pads. We had no protection whatsoever. There wasn't even a – we didn't even have a cup. We started the fight basically right up in each other's faces. There was no – like getting in kicking range, or starting, you started right up in each other's faces. And you stared into the eyes of your attacker. And when the master said go, it was an all-out explosion of strikes and close-quarter kicks. And my instructor once taught me this little trick to call upon just this quick shot of superhuman adrenaline and power and I could easily use that to basically dis defeat most of my classmates in less than like three to five seconds. They never even knew what hit them. And here's how to do it. Just when you've decided that it's time to launch your attack, you're going to work your brain up with a quick visualization of you ripping your aggressor's face right off. And I don't mean like literally like ripping it off, but by thinking you're of your own power to do it. It becomes this mental tension that you build up. If you can imagine if somebody were holding your child hostage, they were, they were holding their arm behind their back and just like cranking it up and just you could see the fear on their face, the pain that your kid was really going through, and they just keep twisting their arm up and then somebody just saying, I dare you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? If you can imagine that, where you're being held back, like somebody's got your hands held back, but they're, they're going to let you go. It's you building up that desire to rip this person apart. 
it does require some mental gymnastics for you, to be able, for you to be able to do this, but it's really not hard at all. You're building up that tension. And next, you simultaneously think the word attack. The same way we did before where it was like breathe was your trigger word, attack now becomes your trigger word for attacking them. And you do this while taking a quick, short, super powerful breath through your nose. I'm talking about with your mouth closed, your lips tense, and this mean sneer as you force all of your muscles to tense up with your first strike. Essentially, you're building up this insane, vicious reserve of destructive power that only needs to be unleashed when you feel the time is right. It is a literal unleashing of vicious, brutal powder power. Now, it's also very easy for you to practice. So all you need to do is you simply stand in a room where you have lots of room to maneuver and you close your eyes. Now, you can do this in front of a training dummy like Bob training dummy or a heavy bag. You can even do this, though, with no other training device at all. So you can just do this with thin air. What you want to do is you want to use your combat breathing to bring yourself to a state of complete calmness. Remember to think the word breathe as you're doing it, keeping your eyes closed. Then when you're ready, you crank up the adrenaline by taking this powerful breath through your nose. You work up all of this tension and you quickly breathe in and out with very short, powerful breaths with as much intensity as you can. And at the same time, you imagine that you're staring into the eyes of a giant bully who is trying to humiliate you in front of a bar full of patrons or has got like your kid held hostage. Whatever it is that really triggers this tension in you, you visualize that again with your eyes closed. Then you open your eyes at that moment that you say the word attack and you punch repeatedly into the air or on a heavy bag or on a Bob training dummy as you run forward as if you're running straight down their throat. You want to drive through your attacker, even if the training device isn't moving. You want to think you are going straight down their throat. You do this for a period of only three to five seconds, as ferociously as you possibly can. Then you want to bring yourself back down to a state of complete calmness with your combat breathing again. Keep doing the, the four seconds in, holding it for two to four seconds, four to seconds out, and then holding it again for four seconds and then repeating. You want to do this until you get down to a complete state of calmness again. And then you do the same exact thing. You build up the tension. You get it to where you need to take short breaths. Open your eyes up. Say the word attack. And then, again, attack whatever it is that is in front of you, whether that's a heavy bag, training device, or thin air. So by bringing yourself in and out of this state of calmness and the adrenaline dump, you're going to quickly learn how to use both of these techniques to use that fear to your advantage and give yourself an unfair advantage over that unsuspecting dumbass gorilla that made the mistake of trying to make an example out of you. You become friends with both how to turn fear into calmness and then how to turn calmness into excitement, into rage, into destruction, and how to go in and out of both of those states at will. That is going to give you that unfair advantage. So go ahead and give this exercise a try and then hit me up on our blog over at warriorlifepodcast.com and let me know what you think about this episode and this exercise in the comments section that is there. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you see 
your podcast and get your fix from. While you're there, if you're loving our podcast episode, please go and leave us a badass review wherever you listen in. Speaking of which, a quick shout out to Malicious Goat Wizard, who left us five stars and said, best podcast concerning survival. This podcast is super helpful and has taught me a lot. I really enjoy listening to Jeff interview people and dive into topics that most people would not think about. What I really enjoy listening to is when he talks about controversial topics like the tactical reload, revolvers versus semi-automatics, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for all the good work you guys are doing. Keep it up. No, thank you, Malicious Goat Wizard. Thank you. All right. Also, if you have a question or tip that you want to share with our fellow warriors out there, go ahead and head on over to warriorlifetips.com and submit it there. We'll even reward you for when you send it to us and we if we use it on the show. And finally, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash warrior, where we release a new video every week and subscribe while you're there and hit that little bell so you don't miss a single episode. And until our next Warrior Life podcast episode, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. You've been listening to the Warrior Life podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive.